Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Coming, we're going to swing back to pinball and away from cereal, but I feel like oh, yeah, we could have about? a cereal discussion. We may come back to that. Yes. But so yes. I was, so we were talking about pinball. So we kind of talked about you developing, you know, TNA, but then you kind of take that, you know, hey, I've done this thing where I had total creative control, but then you have to kind of go to a, an IP like Rick and Morty. Like, how do you, like, yes. how do you transition so, as a, as a designer? Like, how do you work with that? Well, so this is how that went down. So um, Charlie came to me after the TNA thing was done, and he said, um, "He says Scott, I will." I and I was really burned out at that point because TNA to me um, was a very like crazy huge project, and I I completely like burned myself out. Like I was just I was working so long, like because I have a day job, remember? So I come home and then I would just work on this stuff and like you know. Sarah's kind of yelling at me to like do some stuff and like, I'm, cause I'm not doing my things at home that I should be doing. You know what I mean? Like it's just all stressful and stuff. So, you know, uh, we, uh, I, he came to me and said, Scott, I want you to design another game for us. Like after that was all over. And it, by the way, it's still not over. I'm still, supporting <laughs> TNA. I'm still like working on code. There's code bugs in TNA. There's things to be added, like score bit, more score bit support and stuff. But, uh, we can talk about that stuff some other time. Um, but he came to me and said, Hey, uh, I'd like you to, to design another game for us. What do you think about that? And I said, uh, I don't know if I can do it, man. I'm like, if I, if I have to design another game, I mean, if you really want me to do that, I'm going to need like software support and art direction support and, you know, rule support and all this other like stuff, like, you know, that, that is just, that is just way too much. And then I'm like, you know, I, I just, I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I was kind of like lukewarm on it. And he goes, what if I could get you the Rick and Morty license? And I said, I'm in. <laughs> Were you a fan of the 100%. show? I'm assuming before. I, I am a fan of the show. I was a fan of the show before, uh, before I knew about that. And I first call, I, I first didn't believe him. I'm like, yeah, right. What do you, do you have the license? And he's like, uh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, BS. <laughs> let, me see, let me see the papers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, you know, uh, so I was very excited about that. So then when I started to sit down, I'm like, okay, but Charlie, seriously, though, I need support on all these other things. So what I did was I built the Whitewood um, and I I sat down at first and said, okay, I got to make certain things, right? I got to have a portal. Um, I got to have the house. I wanted to have the house in there as well. I wanted to have you know, the ship in there. I wanted to do this new locking mechanism that I had in my head, which is that horseshoe shaped, uh, sort of TNA locking mechanism with drop targets. Uh, and I'm like, well, and I have to make the game chaotic, right? This show is so chaotic that it's, it needs to be just, it needs to be chaotic. It needs to be strange and unexpected in all sorts of different ways. So I had to, I, drew this whole layout up and um, and then built the whitewood and then scrapped that rebuilt the whitewood again. I think I did. I think I went through like maybe four iterations of it before it became something that it is today. Um, 
the white wood that is in existence right now has the version for play field in it, which I think is slightly different only by a tiny, tiny bit than the production version. Um, but, uh, I, then I took this white wood, right, which is some roughed up wiring and they, it, so basically it just, it fires up with the P rock system. It just flips and does basic stuff like kick things out of scoops and stuff. So you can kind of shoot it and, and test everything out. And it had, uh, it had like, I was like, Hey, I have no ability to manufacture plastic ramps. So I'm going to just take a bunch of like old ramps that I have laying around. I'm going to cut them all up and glue them together and just show you like with the CAD drawing and with the whitewood where I want the ramps to be. Um, so I delivered this to them. They then look at it, take it all apart, figure it out, get the CAD files over to the artist. Everything starts moving that way. And they, uh, they put it together as a prototype version. And that's, uh, that is when I had to heads down, start working on light shows and music for the game. So as soon as I turned that over, I had to switch gears completely, um, and left that, you know, any little bits of that for like, you know, ramps or whatever, just left that to them to, to finish. Uh, yeah. Cause music and light shows take a very long time, uh, to, to make, unfortunately the music being the, the biggest culprit. Of that. But I love that for me with TNA and also with Rick and Morty, I feel the music tells a story. And I think that mm-hmm. you as a sound designer composer, like I feel like so much like so people kind of leave music to the end. And like, oh, we'll just throw some music and sounds in there. But to me, your two games, like, I'm like, the music is so much a part of it, though, but particularly those two games I've played. Uh, for you, like, where do you start from when you're like working on a sound package? Um, well, I, I first start to just, I first start, like start to feel the game out a little bit, like what kind of genre is it, right? So Rick and Morty is a like spacey, you know, genre. And I've listened to, many different tracks by Ryan Elder, who is the actual sound guy from Rick and Morty. Like he writes all the music for the shows. Um, I actually did reach out to him and was having conversations with him about the music itself and what he does to, uh, to write this music and, and that kind of stuff, which is, which is really fun. And that was just, that was in itself incredible. Um, but you know, I, I feel it out a little bit and then I try to put my spin on whatever it is. Um, and my spin coming from a totally electronic music producing background uh, is electronic. So it's, I think that is exciting and I want to try and bring that excitement into the pinball machine with more electronic music sounds. Right. Um, you know, not, not offensive, like crazy screeching dubstep stuff. because <laughs> that, Like the average person does not like that. There's a, so, there's a small subset of people that do like that, but small. there's, it, <laughs> Yeah, the the average the rest people of us don't value don't like our our uh, our eardrums and yeah, uh, so... our ability to hear into our eighties. Please and thank you. Yeah, well, I I don't know. I, I think well, I maybe not the 80s. going south on that one, but yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say I know like I I've probably, I've definitely like lost twenty percent of my hearing from like all of the concerts yeah. and everything over the years. I'm like I can't hear low stuff and I can't hear if like we're in a crowd. Like I can't. Yeah. It's a way when yeah, I'm in a I crowd, lost, like I lost upper, yeah, yeah, I lost my upper registers a, a little bit, which is not good. Um, which is why I, when I master music, I have to rely on the computer and like spectrum analyzers to make sure I'm not screwing anything up. I can't do it by ear anymore. Um, the, like it's, that's kind of actually a, a sad hmm. thing, but, uh, 
You know, it, it's it happens. Okay. It, but it happened. I was just I was not responsible when I was young. I didn't wear Same earplugs these. to raves. <laughs> like I I wear earplugs all the time now. Like when I'm going to concerts and stuff, I probably should be wearing them at shows, but like at expo and stuff like that. But I don't uh, just because it's hard to hear people. Um, but anyway, yeah, so I could tangent on that all day, but <laughs> I bring, I bring that into that electronic excitement into uh pinball without going too crazy with it. Uh, and that's kind of where, um, that's just, uh, that's kind of where I feel like, uh, it was like pinball was a little bit missing as well. Um, was just, there wasn't, it was all just like boring music and it just, you know, like a lot of the Chris Grainer stuff from back in the day was absolutely amazing and I think is really underrated, but he was limited by hardware, right? And what I mean by that is he had to program songs and sound effects on chips yeah. and with very, very limited amounts of tracks and sound things, right? So he's like just generating this stuff and it takes an insane skill to do that. Um, nowadays I have unlimited amounts of whatever I can put in a song, right? I can, I can put whatever I want in the game whenever I want. So it's completely different animal, but people weren't putting exciting stuff in pinball machines at that point. So that's when I started doing that. So hopefully that makes sense. You know, that's, uh, it's just a little, uh, yeah, it's just a little take on that, I guess. So no, I love that. So yeah. So what gets? So what is inspiring you, sort of like right now? So we've done a lot of stuff with Spooky, and I know that you're working on that new uh, licensed game that Jerry won't tell me what it is, um, and Stephen won't tell me what it is, and nobody will tell me what it is. You um, could, but if you, you could tell, tell us, is, we won't tell you anybody. Can tell us. Um, they don't even tell me what it is. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a lie. But that is... we get it. We get it. Uh, we're not going to be like that. But like, if if y'all want to like debut it with us, we're just saying we're here. We're, we're you know, here. that's that's you know what the best part about that is. Uh, that is uh, totally Jerry's thing. <laughs> You're like, like, I have nothing to do. I with don't it. even have to worry about this. This is amazing. Like, I, it's, this is not up to me. This is great. <laughs> I can just defer that to somebody else. Um, yeah, so uh, so the new thing, so right now I am working with Multimorphic on a sound package for their licensed game um, that uh, is taking a long time, actually. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's a lot of sound. Um, but it should be really good. You hear you that, guys you guys? It's like got it. a lot of sound. Lots of I don't sound. Know what games are going to have a lot of sound, but we can what start games? speculating now. <laughs> Well, There's licenses. a lot of games that have a lot of sound. A lot, the JJP <laughs> games have a lot of sound, too. There's tons of sound in those. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, that's really all I can say about it. It's going to be good. I, I'm proud of it. We'll we'll say that. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so, <gasps> listeners. It's your lemon it's, tree. Scott is showing us a picture of him with his lemon tree, which we love. Um, this is a pinball podcast, but we are also really excited about plants. Rebecca is plant lady, yeah. like she's super plant lady. Mm -hmm. And before we started the show, I was telling her about my uh, struggle to grow lavender in a pot. 
plants because again, I'm in the con- I'm in the townhouse, so my gardening space is a container garden. So I'm like rocking it with my succulents. I'm rocking it with my aloe vera, and I've got a, an amazing rosemary pot. But every time I try to grow lavender, I've like killed three plants, and I'm like, I can't, I can't keep doing this mm-hmm. to the lavender. But I do want to do, I do want to do a fruit tree because my my bestie has a, a lemon tree, a Meyer lemon tree that she's had forever, and I always thought like, oh, I don't know if a fruit tree could like be inside but i'm like i think i can do it and i love your plant though what inspired you to get a a, a lemon tree scott well i saw it at home depot and it was very sad and it looked at me uh, because in home depot they uh there's no natural light for it to have and they pretty much i don't know when they're watering them but lemon trees need water all the time so it looked sad so i got it I named it Lemmy. I put it in a pot and it started growing like crazy. Uh, Sarah Rose got me some uh, some citrus fertilizer for it. So I put some of that in there and then he was just like, like oh, I'm so happy. Oh, Lemmy. But I have to bring them in during the winter time. And then uh, I learned last winter that I do need to spray them with uh, like a water bottle. Like to get oh, like, like the kind of humid kind of bit. environment, you know? Yeah. 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 So not just watering it, just, you got to spray it a little bit too. So I'm going to do that this winter. Um, that lemon that I showed you a picture of has been on that tree for like almost a year. <laughs> it takes, and I'm not exaggerating. Like it takes like six to 12 months for a lemon to really? mature. And you, yeah. And it looks big. Yeah. It looks now. fine. I'm like, I'm like oh, oh you need to pick that tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like, it looks big enough. Now I was going to pick it because the tree's kind of like, it's like <laughs> kind of leaning that direction. Cause it's, it's like really heavy. Um, I was going to pick it, but then I read online, like they will not ripen off the vine. So you have to, you can't pick it when it's green. You have to pick it when it actually turns yellow. So I'm just time. waiting for it to turn yellow and then I'm going to make some sparkling water with it. I love it. I love that we're talking oh. about plants. It, on it'll the show. be the most amazing lemon sparkling water. Like you will. I want pictures. Oh, gosh. I hope it happens while you guys are here. It would be amazing if we could all share it. I really hope so. That would make me so happy. I oh, will. Man. I don't know if I'm going to have enough of my second season tomato. My second season tomatoes are a little questionable. They're uh, they're struggling right now. They got too uh, hot too quickly. And then um, we had a weird summer. Now it's cooling. We down. had a weird summer. It was a weird yeah. summer. Um, that was a weird summer. Yeah, I was. The world was watching. <laughs> in a weird summer. I in a weird winter. Yeah, we we had just weird seasons. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's fine. But I might have one weird mutant pepper. Hmm. I love mm-hmm. I love it so much. Right. It kind of looks like a brain, but right now it's green, oh. so it'll eventually turn yellow. So it'll look like a weird yellow brain sort of pepper. So my mom, my mom actually gave me a bunch of jalapenos the other day. And uh, those are, those are delicious, but they were really, really hot. And I was just taking like, I guess I'm just not observant or something, but I was just taking, I was cutting them in half and then I was taking my finger and I was just scraping out the seeds in the inside. And I'm just throwing that in the garbage, cutting them up. No big deal, whatever. Yeah. I guys, why are you guys making <laughs> Come on, let's see. As the people from South Texas, we're like, oh no. We're just like, uh-oh. I'm yeah. just like, where, where is oh, the finger was... going next? Where is the yeah. finger going well, next? Well, I mean, <laughs> how family friendly is the show? Keep it I PG mean... for the kids, y'all. <laughs> Earmuffs. Yeah. Um... So I woke up in the middle of the night and I had washed my hands like crazy, right? Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night and my eye was burning and I'm like, what is it? Ah, I'm like, what's going on? So I must have, like, in the middle of the night, like rubbed my eye right so like that's the common thing that that happens to everybody 
is that they, they get it in the eye and it burns forever. That is the worst. But, uh, yeah, I also picked my nose and that also is not <laughs> oh, comfortable. Oh, no. So, it's the uh, it, yeah. no, but it's you bad. Can breathe amazing. Yeah, like it I cleans the sinuses just, out. You are good to go. Sinuses. No, it just it just hurt. It felt like I had a bloody nose or something. It just 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 awful. <laughs> yeah, I I I can't do heat. I mean, I you know work with I you know cut up chilies and jalapenos and all that for like cooking. But yeah, I'm like you know scrub 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 all the hands. Or if I've got gloves, I will wear the gloves and like chop it up. And yeah, no, the it's. Gloves, gloves are, where, are where it's at when it comes to dealing with peppers, y'all. And it makes yeah, even jalapenos. even jalapenos. It's like a thing. So, uh, yeah, no, and uh, hashtag hot and spicy, hot and spicy. I like, I love hot and, hot spicy. and spicy. Hot and spicy. You know what? That could be like our All thing. Right. Like, I, Rebecca, you could be hot, and like, I'll be spicy. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I love it. And then, can you guys trade? Like, yeah, and I'll be hot sometimes, and you be spicy. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yes. I like it. I love it. Hashtag mm-hmm. hot amazing. Spicy. I feel Classic like hot spicy. I feel like that's like our like like cool like girl name and we're like gonna go fight crime or like do fun things. Like this could be on our road trip. When we do our road pinball road trip, we yeah. could be like hot and spicy on the road. So yes. Yeah, you guys need to get some like matching Adidas tracks. Well we have matching sparkle jackets. We do have matching Yeah, I, I my sparkle jacket yeah. is silver well, and her done. sparkle jacket is mermaid green. It's super cute. Oh yeah, that's right. I saw that. Yeah, and it's actually. oh my god, I you're gonna those. like total have aerial vibes with your hair and the mermaid jacket. Yes. I love yes. <gasps> your aerial. I am the Sebastian to your aerial. I will be under the sea. Love it. Love it. Under the sea. The sea. So. Love all right, it. all right. We have now like totally transgressed. Okay, so what are, yeah, what are we talking okay. about? I so this may be a two-part episode. Say is you've got this cool project coming up with Multimorphic and their P3, but yes. you know time moves on and you have the future. What inspires you for like your future projects, or if other people have future projects that they would ever want to work with you on? Like, what do you look for when? There are projects out in the world that you want to work on. Like what? Well, what you um, want to do? For me, what what I'm really attracted to is um, working with um, underdogs. Basically, I guess that's the word to say. Um, people that uh, that aren't, you know, like Stern and JJP and all of them, like and Spooky. Now uh, they're all very successful and they're they're running right. And I want to. I want to help the smaller companies. I want to help the people who are just starting up that kind of stuff. That's like, I try to keep it, keep it that way because I feel like I'm most valuable to, uh, to people like them, you know, if that sort of makes sense. Um, like with spooky, right. So help spooky was pretty new, uh, when TNA was, was launching. I mean, they, they had done, um, yeah, they had done two games, um, which were decently successful. Uh, and, you know, I was like, I, if I can help, I wanted to. And now so. with all the games they have, it's like kind of like they're the big little boutique company. You know, it's like, they you are. know, it's yeah, it, they're, they're the big yeah it's like company. when you talk about like manufacturers, you, you, you then Stern, JJP, Spooky, like it literally is on that list of manufacturers. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I love that you're working with P3. I mean, we, we fangirled over Jerry and P3 because we, Rebecca and I are both big fans of the platform. Um and I feel that it's like just right there. Like it's like it's there. There's so much yeah. innovation and they've bought so much to the community with the P rock board that I'm excited to see what 
this license theme is because I like unlicensed stuff, but I feel like this license theme will probably be a game changer for Multimorphic. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. So um, it's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting. So like as of right now, like Multimorphic is an underdog to me. So it's like, I want to, I really want to see them succeed. So that's where I want to put my effort. Uh, And I guess that's, that's where I'm at currently. No, totally. Like I get it. No, hundred percent. Like I am like, you know, no, I'm, I'm the same way. Whereas, yeah, no, I, and I'm, I'm sold on the platform too. I mean, that, that you you are sold on it. You did buy literally. I bought it with my own money. Yeah. Like Like, that was not given to me at all. Like, (laughs) yeah, I, I I paid for that thing with those play fields and with all the DLC content, you know, um, but things like uh, Silver Falls, right? So Silver mm-hmm. Falls was a game written by um, a buddy of mine, Nick. We love Nick Baldridge. He's a fan of the. He's a fan of the show. We've had his daughter oh, on perfect. as one of our uh, honorary little flips, um, Ava. Hey, girl. Um, but no, we absolutely love Nick and all that he does. And I got to see his cool. Oh my god, the bingo machine that he bought to the last oh, Houston yeah. Expo, and that's how he and I met. Like we had known each other, but then. We met and he showed me I had never played a bingo machine before and he got to kind of run me yep. through it. And I thought that was really cool. Oh, he, he does. So he was like much. super into it. The, the first time. <laughs> yeah. The first time I met Nick in real life, like, cause I had been talking to him online. Um, but the first time I met him was maybe in 2017, I think. I think I met him in Pennsylvania somewhere. Um, but he had a, what, what is that? Huh? That's with the bingo, because he's bingo podcast. Yeah, he's the bingo podcast. On, bingo podcast. On Discord. And he made the multi-bingo. Yeah, and he made the multi-bingo. It's because there are bingo pinball games. I'm sorry. I'm real slow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, he fine. put up pictures of you and told you how you met story in that Discord. Oh, he did? Where are those pictures? I want to see those. Yeah, he put them in the, I, I told, uh, the, multi, the P3 multimorphic Discord. Like There are like two pictures oh, of your smiling those. face and... Pop them, so get, nope, that, 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 you get down, you get down, you're being a bad girl, bad girl, bad possum. hashtag bad yeah, possum, yeah. hashtag bad girl. So we have many hashtags for this episode. Hashtag, hashtag makes so much work. For yeah, Martin. it's so, yes. so much. Some of this may just stay in. So <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's fine. I think my problem is, is I left the mini blinds up. And so she's like, I can totally sit in these mini blinds. We're going to walk this way and not go the more complicated way. Oh, my goodness. All right. But I, you know, yeah, this is great stuff. Um, just kind of speaking about Nick, uh, you know, he's for those listeners, if you, uh, you haven't checked out Nick's podcast, it's a lot of fun. Um, bingo is a, like almost like a sub set of like a particular style of pinball machine. Um, for those of you who haven't played it, it's a kind of an old style, um, you know, where they kind of talk about, well, you know, pinball is gambling in a way. Bingo had a lot to do with that. Bingo is really, really interesting and I was so excited to have an opportunity to learn somebody from learn from somebody like Nick, who is so into bingo machines. It, it, I definitely would recommend you guys check out his podcast um, and also check out bingo pinball machines because they're so much fun. Rebecca, we're gonna like get you to play some bingo pinball machines. It's it, they're super fun. There's gotta be there's gotta be one at Expo. Oh yeah, I, I'm right? sure. That, like yeah, yeah pinball Expo for sure. And maybe I don't even know if Nick's gonna come to uh, Houston or not. I know I don't think it, we were part of his regular route. So because um, we're just so far down south. Um, we, we tend not to get everybody to come down, but speaking of Scott, you're coming back to Houston 
uh, Arcade Expo in November. And are you going to DJ again? Uh, better. Actually. <laughs> I'm. I am. So let's. So yeah, you ready for this? I hope. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, for Houston, I am driving down with Sarah Rose. We are driving and not flying. Um, You're going to visit. Awesome. We're maybe, maybe going to visit. I'm going to do a maybe on there. But we're driving down for a reason because I'm bringing my entire modular rig with me. Um, That crazy board thing that that you guys saw earlier that I do on Twitch. Yeah, I'm bringing that entire thing down with me. And I'm going to do a 100% like improv live set on that. So I'm just going to be making up electronic music like right on the fly there. Holy crap, look at that guy. We listeners, Boy, we are showing a picture of Scott with a bingo machine that uh Beck have found wait, on that money in my hand. Yeah, I won you money won. from it or something. Like you won or wait, a keychain. You won a keychain. You won a keychain. Yeah. A keychain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's like a live action shot. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> look at my uncut hair. <laughs> We love it. Listeners, uh, we, maybe we'll have to get those pics so we can like put them like, you know, with the, with the post so we can, everybody's like, what are they talking about? But, um, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> we're throwing it back. So yeah, I'm bringing all that down to Houston. I'm going to do a, uh, do a live set there and it's going to be a lot of fun. I think, um, I'm not doing, um, a presentation, but I'm doing like a designer's panel or something as well down there. Um, so I'll just be hanging out. Oh, that'll be super fun. Oh my gosh. I, I missed it. A, it's gonna be a nice long so, drive too. Okay. This is, so what happened was, I, I think I told the story in the Houston Arcade Expo. So I'm going to share this story. I did not. So we, I was trying to do this like Bell's brunch mimosa thing Saturday morning. And like you had DJed Friday night, I believe. So I did not go to the DJ set, but as soon as I woke up, no, Aww. everybody and their mom was like, why weren't you at the set? Why weren't you at the set? I was like, because we're doing the brunch thing. I had to go like buy booze and orange juice and, and cinnamon rolls. I was like, I had to be up early. And they're like, you missed out, girl. Like everybody was like, Scott's set was amazing. I was like, stop saying it was amazing. I wasn't there. Did anybody record it? No. I was like, I hate all of you. And then, you know, in my, my <laughs> sadness, I started drinking in the parking lot, you know, at like 9 a.m. Like I was like pounding mimosas with Raleigh from the Houston Bells and everybody that came by. And then I see like coming out, like I see like Scott and Sarah Rose and I'm like, oh, it's Scott. And I was like, like I could go up to him like, hi. And I'm like, I, and I, in the back of my brain, I realized like, Lauren, you're kind of drunk. Chill out. It's 9 a.m. in front of the Marriott. But I was like so excited. I gave Sarah like a Bell's poster. And then like afterwards, like after I was like less drunk and I was like, Oh, I feel sad because I was total spaz in front of Scott Denise. That was not cool. <laughs> but I was like, but I told myself, I like, I, like, stuff I, like that. I told myself, I was like, I'm going to see him like the next time he does a set. So I am so excited. I don't care if, yeah. I, if I'm going to be tired for Bell's meeting. It's meeting-up. Friday night. It's Friday night. So. Yeah, no, I will be there. I will be there. I'm super excited because I like electronic music. Um, I like like a lot of different kinds of music, but I love electronic music. And the fact that you're just going to be like creating music there on the fly. I just I love that. So I think mm-hmm. it's gonna be so much fun. So yay. yeah, it's it's way more fun than um, than doing yeah. DJ stuff because it, with DJing, I'm playing mostly other people's yeah. music um, with like some of the stuff that I made sprinkled in there, but it's all pre made. And you're just basically trying to blend it all together. And that in itself is is difficult to do, but standing up in front of a modular synthesizer and making it do something that doesn't sound like screechy noises and terrible 
is uh, way harder to me and just way more like mind intensive. So it's like, I can't even like drink and do this. Like it's that bad. There's like, so much going on. I need to like, I need all my brain power. Yeah. So it's like, it's uh yeah, it's crazy. Um, well, but it's, it's always uh, super fun it, to it watch you stream it because. Oh yeah. When I'm streaming, I'm mostly fun. just playing with it at that point. Like but it's when I do really an actual great. performance, it's like, yeah. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. But it's, uh, um, yeah, when I'm streaming, I'm just playing around. And we'll put a link really to Scott's stream, like, so you guys can check it out, because it is really, really good. And I, I love synthesizer music. I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. You know, you, all of y'all, uh, yeah. all y'all listeners know that I talk, like, ridiculously amount about the Houston Arcade Expo. And, like, we, like, Texas is very excited about it. So, um, so we're excited that you're going to be coming down for that and that you're going to be creating music live. Maybe, are you going to record it? Like, could I, like, buy it? Like, or, like, we'll put it up I on YouTube? Like, that'd be cool. It. Yeah, I, probably, I could record it and just put it up that online. Yeah, awesome. like I'm such a nerd. <laughs> but part of the fun, though, so think about this for a second. I, I've I've preached this a lot in my uh, in my days, but uh, part of the fun of modular synthesis like this is that whenever I patch things together and twist knobs a certain way, it makes a certain sound. But as soon as I move the knobs again and unplug things. I will never in a million years, since it's all analog stuff, be able to recreate exactly what I did. Um, so it, it's some, it's kind of special to not record I get it. things made on modular because it's, it's like a very it's in a in moment, moment, like uh, it's there. Thing. Yeah. It's like, I'm, yeah, it's like, Hey, we're all hearing this together. And this is the last time in the universe that that is going to be played, yeah. you know? No, I love that. So it like, it goes away. It, it leaves us at the speed of light and uh, it's gone. I like that. So I, I, I totally get it though. Maybe I'll record it. Maybe I won't. I, I don't know. No you know, pressure. I, I do like, like, I'm just saying like, I would yeah. like to like relive the moment, but I get, I get that. Like, that's like the thing with going to a concert like you go to a concert because you want to experience that music and then i have people it doesn't sound like it does on the album i was like it's not supposed to i was like you're yeah. here oh no it's you're not going here to at all. Yeah. concert you're listening to it live it's different than listening to it in a studio and the same thing especially with electronic music so i'm like so excited yeah. yes and this is gonna be interesting too because a lot of people probably have not heard live electronic music before and that's it's a very different thing like it's not going to be super polished and have these like amazingly orchestrated build-ups you know like that electronic music can have um it's it's rugged it's it's rough and it sounds just crazy like the wild wild west of electronic music like you're basically like cactus canyon music making basically like cactus canyon i mean 100 percent. basically sort of like cactus canyon 60 percent. so like you know I love it. Well, you have to have a yeah. cowboy hat. Oh my god! Re- uh, I do not Rebecca. own a cowboy hat, and I probably oh I probably don't. Oh. Why do I need a cowboy hat? Why do I need a cowboy? Oh. Hat? You know what I'm talking about. I don't think I can rock a cowboy hat. We're we're gonna have a special gift for you. Don't you worry. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll message her and yeah. Special. Is she gonna have to measure? My no, no, no. We'll, we'll, yes. we'll, we got you. Well, well, probably. yeah. We may need yeah. to know your hat size, but that might be. You're gonna love it. You're going to love it. I know. All right. There well, was just listeners. There was just a lot of pointing and like COVID. Rebecca and I pointing at each other on our video chat. Uh, you guys are. Yeah. Our so there, so we are melted. recording. So for the listeners, we are recording this podcast uh, audio only, but I can see both of them and they are pointing <laughs> at each other and doing strange <laughs> communication things that I don't understand. 
um, because it's not my language. <laughs> it's our it's special hot and spicy language new. that we're now like. <laughs> it's a it's it's a hot and spicy language, and and if it, if you could see my hands, you could see that. It's it's them together and me way on the side <laughs> over here, not connected but to that. We got you. So, it's going to be great. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. So, uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, Pinball Expo coming at you at the end of October. Houston Arcade Expo. Um, Scott will be here as well. That's going to be in Houston, Texas. And that's going to be mid-November. We'll put links for both. Um, tickets are still available for both. Um, also, the schedule of events for the Pinball Expo in Sh- uh, Schaumburg. I wouldn't say Schulenburg. That's a Texas thing. Schaumburg, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. Uh, the schedule of events is up. Rob Burke and his amazing team. We had them on for when they did the virtual event. And so I'm so excited that this is going to be in person. I 99% probably not going to be there, listeners. Uh, Rebecca is definitely going to be there. Um, Wait, there's going to be there a 1% is a one percent chance. chance um, like none of my coworkers listen to the show, uh, but uh, I'm I might have a new job. <laughs> if I have the new job, <laughs> there will be probably like I'm going to Chicago. Why not? Um, but if I, you know, if it doesn't happen in time, then you know I gotta I gotta do work stuff. But um, but yeah, there's a one percent chance because I already have a costume. Like I could wear rewear my costume, although that dress was heck short. Like uh, I went, uh, uh, we had a league of their own theme. So it was like the baseball dress from the movie and it's short. Like uh, there's, I mean, they were short dresses. They were short dresses and I got a big old booty. It was not working. Like I had bloomers on Uh, shout out to soft plunge. I had uh, just Donardo's amazing, like little booty shorts. Those were like my bloomers underneath my, my baseball dress, but I have a costume, so I like. I'm already halfway there. Although Rebecca, I'm very excited about your and Jordan's costume. Um, it's going to be amazing, and I also like your yes. backup costume from, from you know that you could. Post. We have Wait, so did many. You tell me this already. I don't. I don't know, know if you so told him. You of... told me, but okay. So I, like our plan. Are you is... revealing it, or are you just? Oh like, no, no, a no. We've thing. talked about this mm-hmm. before. So Jordan is supposed to be making a flipper, like a pinball flipper out of cardboard um and i will be going as flipper the dolphin because i clearly got the wrong email so we're gonna be going as a pair of flipper 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 that's amazing okay so bigger question now um really important to me um is will you be bringing pogs with you to expo we plan to bring pogs we also plan to bring flarp Okay, so, you guys have gotten like um, we can get. Oh wait, you're driving, so you don't have to worry about. Well, it. Yeah, we don't have to check flarp. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we're gonna bring like some of that like fresh Texas flarp. Like it. And okay, you guys so have gotten like ninja got, skill like, level with the flarp. I mean, like Jordan was working it the other <laughs> oh, yeah. night, and I'm like, I'm just impressed. So. I might try to sneak a flarp sound into the uh, new pinball machine I'm working on. <laughs> uh, multi-morph. Oh my gosh. D- and then you guys have to find it. I would love that so much. It can't be too hard to get to. We're not that good. <laughs> Well, I don't know because if I mean I hope Jerry doesn't watch this or listen to the show. I mean, because he's probably he's probably gonna be scanning everything okay. now. Look, you know what? Sure Here's the thing: tell Jerry that he pretty much had a choice between a Lion Man reference and Flarp. I could ultimatum him. That's always really good to do to your boss. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. it all the time. It's always real good. Yeah. I do it all the time, and I still have a job. <laughs> That's awesome. So far, before yeah. we move into oh, Inside yeah. the Pinball Arcade, our last segment. Uh, Scott, I have to say, like, one of my favorite moments of 2021, um, and we're going to talk a little bit about Rebecca's stream on Fliptronic, is when you Rickrolled Rebecca and Jordan. Like, I literally 
died. I was, it was the best. So wh- how the heck did you do that <laughs> for our listeners? It, oh, it's, it, it's super easy. <laughs> it, what's not easy is staying there on the stream while you're trying, like, cause I had to go to bed. It was like late. And I'm like, they are so close to sea of simulation. I'm like, I have to wait. I have to wait. I'm just going to happen. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, how was it? Yeah. What I do, I used pinball browser to just replace all the audio. So that was a, that was an image of Tron that I created like back in like really long, long time ago. Like, I don't even remember what year I made it. It was when pinball browser first came out. Um, but I swapped a bunch of Daft Punk songs into that, uh, into that image. And then for Fliptronic, I just changed a bunch of the text to say cat turds and, you know, Fliptronic and, you know, and when they got in Sea of Simulation, I just changed the word Sea of Simulation to ha ha suckers. <laughs> so it would say, so it would say that on the screen when they got there and uh, just changed it to, you know, Rick Rollin when it, when it started. Let me tell you, I got to see if Simi, I was playing up in, at a free play, at free play Arlington. I drove up to, I was up there for work and I was like, and I went to play the Tron and I got to see if simulation and it was a really weird experience to get to see if simulation without the Rick roll. Like, yeah, I was like, it's not as good. Yeah. It wasn't, it, you know, it wasn't as good. Uh, Also, I will, my one proud moment is, is I was, one thing away from getting to Portal, and of course it was like disc multiball, but I was there. I was almost there. Um, Wait, disc multiball is cat turds. Yeah, it, it's it, disc cat turds. It is the um, disc cat turds. Disc-cat-turds. I love disc-cat-turds. it so much. Yeah. So we will put a link. I think you guys still have a link for that, Rebecca. We'll have to get that from you. But it was one of my favorite oh, moments yeah. of 2021. Um, I was like, oh, Scott Denise sees all the things. I love it so much. So, Scott, again, thank you so much for being on the show. We're going to go into our final segment here, which is Inside the Pinball Arcade. Right. Uh, for uh, those of you who have never listened to the show, this is a moment where we find out about a guest and their pinball mind. Are you ready to play? I am. And Lauren, am. I'm going to let you take it away. I feel like you have been waiting all your life. I know. I've got on the show to do inside the pinball. I'm like, I'm trying. So, inner, inner monologues like, born, be cool. Deep breath. Be cool. Be, be as. Cool. Take it. I'm going to harness my chi. I got it. I got it. All right. All right. Scott, all right. question number one. What okay. game do you love? All right. Um, anything? I Any game that's out there. What game do you love? Does it have to be pinball? We would like pinball, but you you may go off topic. Yes. No, I don't want to go off topic. I was just asking. Well, what um, what, I, what do you love that is? Yeah, like tell me the non-pinball and then tell me a pinball one. Okay, so non-pinball game that I like is Golden Tea. Golden Tea is cool. What is it about Golden it? Golden Tea is fun because it's uh, – what makes Golden Tea fun actually – what. It's interesting. It's like, I don't, I like golfing too. I like, you know, I don't watch golf on TV because that that's really boring. But like going golfing with some friends like once a year is just really fun to me. Like just being outside and being in nature and stuff. Um, but what makes Golden Tea the video game fun is the analog style, like, like, oh, the trackball. Track yeah. You know what I mean? Like I can't just. I can't just like Mortal Kombat it and like remember like the button combinations to a, do B, stuff, a, B, B. you know, and like just like beat people. Yeah. Like you have to like, you have to like have muscle memory on this thing. Like this is a real like thing. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah. So the pinball machines, it's, uh, what I, the, 
the thing that I, the pinball machine that I love so much is either one of the two machines that are sitting right behind me here, um, High Speed or Dr. Dude. They're both, I have to do it, I have to do both of them because those are just amazing, amazing, amazing pinball machines made in an era where, um, where they didn't have, or where there was a, there was a ton of restrictions in terms of hardware. So it's, uh, they did a really good job making those and pushing the technology that they had to the limits. And you can see that now by looking back at it. I love it. it. I love it. All right. Question number two. What game do you hate? What game do I hate? Um, And we can't say Thunderbirds. (laughs) You can say Thunderbirds if Uh, you want to. So so, uh, honestly, I actually don't hate Thunderbirds. Um, I think Thunderbirds is a, uh, a, like the game itself was kind of junky, but uh, no joke. It's it's bad, but it's like like fun. Bad. <laughs> like you play play dollar games on that with. So I dare you not to have a good time playing dollar games on that with some friends. It it, it is a fun Seriously, time. It is a piece. Of, it is a piece of bleed. <laughs> um, it, it is it is impossible to not have fun playing that game. So if you can't get through right, it without shredding your fingers on those buttons, yeah, the buttons are sharp, like real sharp. So just what you have to do is you have to play guitar like, like you can practice get your calluses really. up. Just play guitar both directions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So like if you if you play guitar like right handed and then like do that for like three weeks and then play it like left handed for three weeks and then go play dollar games. Um, I feel like that would be uh, to your advantage. I love it. Um, so I avoided the question. Um, let's uh, let's go back to it. What game do I dislike, dislike? intensely? You don't have to say um, I hate dislike. like people don't like hate. They're I, like, I don't. Well, I don't hate any, I don't hate anything. Like really there's like, there's no room in this world for hate, but there is room in this world for dislike. Uh, so I'm going to have to say, I do not enjoy playing wizard of Oz. Um, and I, I don't like the, I don't like the geometry of it and I don't like the RGB lights. They used it too much as I mentioned earlier. Um, I love, JJP's uh, system. I love all like everything about what JJP is doing. So don't get me wrong. I don't hate JJP. I just don't really like. No, I get that. Eyes. The theme also. The theme also does yeah. nothing for me. Um, but uh, I'm trying to think of like something else to be fair to kind of balance it out a little bit. What don't I like? Um, I don't like long playing games. <laughs> Where you're playing forever, so yeah, I was Lord gonna say Lord of the Rings. For like, <laughs> that's it's fun to shoot for like five minutes, and then you start getting like kind of used to it, and you once you memorize where the shots are with your muscle memory, um, it gets uh, it, it's just you're just kind of like ah, okay. So there's that. So those are the all two. right. I, 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 two. I love it. All right, yeah. I appreciate it. All right, what is your favorite pinball sound? This can be the sound a mech makes, this can be a sound package, or this can be a call-out. Okay, so the first sound that I absolutely fell in love with um, in pinball was when I got a my second pinball machine, Dracula. Um, there, There is that mystery scoop. So there's, I'm going to do a two part. I'm going to do a mechanical sound and then a, okay. a digital sound. 
So the first thing is a mechanical sound of you slamming that scoop because that scoop is a very it's it a is. tight shot that's far away. And when you hit that, you are so happy, right? And it's the same way with the coffin lock yep. too. The coffin lock makes an insane noise when it when the ball flies into it. It's absolutely great mechanically. Why? Um, so now an electronic sound. I am really really happy with how the spinner the super spinner turned out on rick and morty i know i made that but it's like and so it feels like cheating but i was so happy with how that super spinner thing like when the spinners lit up like that thing just it rips and it's like that's my favorite pinball sound is a spinner rip and that that particular spinner rip. i mean you were able to capture that um digitally which i which i love so it's a And the TNA yeah, the TNA one is super close. I love the sound yeah. on that one too. So yeah. no, you can choose your own yeah. stuff. Oh, but wait, but wait, there's but more. Wait, but wait, have you played the EM game called Grand Prix? Yes, yes, yes. Those spinners, they're they're linked to relays. So when yep. you shoot the spinner, you just rip it. It's like, and it's like also clicking the the score reels. Okay, wait, I'm changing my answer. Screw Rick and Morty. Screw <laughs> Grand Prix. Stuff. Forget TNA. Grand Prix spinners. I love it. Yes, it's. Awesome. I lo- I like the fact that somebody who like is so you know a, a digital you know content creator that you brought it back old school Grand Prix. I love it so much. Well, because anyone can make digital yeah. stuff, right? It's like you know, but there's something special about the mechanical. And analog stuff. You know no, I, mean? I totally agree. Love it. All right. Next question. What is your favorite art package? Right. This can be back glass, play field, or cabinet art, or a mix of the three. Oh, man. That's a tough question because have you taken – I'm going to turn it into a question <laughs> uh, because this is, this is what I do when I my brain doesn't know what the answer is immediately. Um, have you – looked closely at the Dr. Dude artwork ever. I don't want to say like I've like super studied it. I mean, like when you said Dr. Dude, I can like have remember. You read, have you read the comic I have not strip read the comic strip. That's on it. The whole thing is a comic strip and it goes from the back box onto the play field, onto the front of the cabinet. I did not know that much about uh, There's it's not a Dr. Dude around me. Awesome. So it's like I've only played it on location. It's awesome. Have to, I'll have to check it out. It is. And I'll tell you what too. Um, if you have a doctor dude, uh, so wait, so you have, you have cats, yeah. right? Oh, I, have cats. I had cats, cats, but yes, I've had, oh, yeah. um, cats, the animal. You had cats. Okay. Yes. Do you still have your, uh, UV flashlight with the black light flashlight that you use to look for pee <laughs> on the carpet? Cause like, I mean, everyone's got those, right? <laughs> Rebecca's like, okay, no. So, okay. So not, not everyone's got those. Okay, she doesn't so want to no know, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I do, I I don't want to know. I'm just joking around. I don't. Around, like, I, don't okay. I mean, no, no. Take take one of those flashlights. I have one of those flashlights here. And Bex, you're going to actually, I'm going to show you this when you're here and it's going to blow your mind. You turn the lights off and you shine a UV light or a black light at Dr. Dude. You know, all the orange that's on the cabinet mm-hmm. and everything. And there's like green and yellow and everything on the actual play field. It all is UV glow, black light reactive. Know. And it does... It does insane crap when you turn a black light on. I am learning so much about Dr. And Dude. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Dr. Dude's my favorite, hands down. That's it. Oh, my goodness. I like that. I wish, I wish, I wish we um, used 
actual UV reactive paint. That would have been because that would have been that that would have been insane. But it would have costed so much money. Like Charlie said, hey, he's like, hey, we could do this, you know, if we do that. But it's gonna like add, you know, X amount of dollars. Okay, no, we're losing money. Okay, never mind. You know, if they like bolted it someday, or if they like bought it back on the line to like do like maybe that could be like a, you know, like a like. Well, they are. They are. They're doing a TNA two point oh. Why do people not tell me these things? No. Yeah, TNA 2.0 is going to happen. Um, I don't know exactly you when. You guys can't see Lauren's but... face right now, but she's she's scandalized. Yeah, you and I think like I might have just... I, might... I probably just anyone... lost my job as co-host. Ah! Yeah. bringing this up earlier. Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> I feel like I yeah, did, well... but I feel like I also... It was like a whole thing for a while, I feel like. Was it d- right? during our mini hiatus? No. I, I don't know. It was... Okay. I don't know when it the rambling started talking, but there's uh, the, this is wonderful because I was like already like trying to save yeah. money. I'm like, how can I buy one? I'm gonna have to go buy like a used one. It's fine. I'll go find one. But now I'm like, no, you just made my Christmas. Um, this this is happening. I don't I don't know how I'm gonna do, it, but it's happening. Yeah. Well, the spooky doesn't know yet when that's actually going to happen. Uh, because they're their heads down with Makes their other sense. games at the moment. But they're setting up a second line and they're like, well, it'd be a good opportunity to get the second line, like test it with the TNA game because it's fairly simple for them to put together and they already know how to do it. So it's like, you know, they can just run that along with uh, Halloween and Ultraman. So I hope that happens soon. That would be really cool. Um, some of the cool stuff. I can tell you about TNA 2.0 really quick. Yes, please. Know. This is... This. Um, it's... Yeah, well, it's going to be the exact same cabinet. Um, it will have the Rick and Morty style flip down display, oh, okay. though, which is kind of cool. That's kind of handy. So that's an upgrade that it's going to have. Um, it will uh, have the same operating system in it, the same computer, the same wiring as the original. So what that means is any software updates I do for 2.0. Um, will be backward compatible with oh, the existing nice. machines as to not devalue the existing machines, right? Um, so that's happening. It's going to have green fluorescent protectors on it from the factory mm. because those, like, hands down, those are the coolest thing uh, on a TNA. If you have not seen one with those, I recommend you try and find one with those protectors on it. It's a, It changes the game completely. Uh, what else? The clear drops. Uh, RGB lit drops. Yeah, the drops. drops. That's going to be on there. Um, Everyone will be so happy they don't have to do it themselves. (laughs) I know. It's such a pain. Well, there's a reason. Like, I didn't put, I didn't put together a how to to do that because I have, like, I don't want to have to hold people's hands through that because it's such a complicated install. It's crazy. Um, But it's going to be on there from the factory, which is really nice. And then, uh, and possibly the paint. I love. I I think the paint would be awesome. Yes. No, not possibly the paint. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. <laughs> like, cause it's a digital. Yeah. It's a digital art file. It's not meant for. Um, it's got like fades right, right. and stuff in it, which the screening doesn't really lend itself well to. Um, but that's all I really know. At so this point. get get sometime um, maybe early twenty twenty two. We're thinking. I would I would hope so because they're they wanted to do it while they were running Halloween and Ultraman. So if that's the only timeline that I got, so I don't know what, I don't know what their actual plan Rebecca, is. We're going to so. have to, we're going to have to like maybe reach out to uh, Morgan and KT. So I love, I've, I'm so excited. 
so excited. Oh my God. You just made my day. So I'm like, I was like trying to like, I want to buy a new machine. I don't know what I would do. And I'm like, no, and I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. So excited. All right. All right. So question. Yeah. So that's that. So uh, next so question. No, I hadn't asked it yet. We were like in the process of going to the next question. Uh, okay. What is, I don't know. Cause you got a pretty cool collection there and you design games. What is your grail pin? Is there a pin that is out there in the wild? that you want above all other pins or do you own your grail pin? Like is, is Dr. Dude slash high speed. Are those your grails? I have. Well, if I went through and told you the, the actual games that I have in my basement, you'd be, uh, you'd probably be a little surprised. I've got some really weird stuff in here. Um, like weird prototypes and things. Um, so I really don't have a grail pin. Um, I guess, Ooh, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think I have a grill pin. I'm going to answer that one as I don't have one. And that's okay. I mean, yeah. I think it's hard for designers or people who have a, a decent collection because it's like, well, if I don't have it, I can make it. And if I have, like, I already have, you yeah, you, go, I mean, you go through enough as an owner where you're like, uh, you know, I've, I've already kind of owned everything. Yeah. For a, yeah. For a collector, that's a great question. Um, I do sort of consider myself a collector, but at this point I'm more of a, yeah. like a builder. No, and that, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Next question. Who or whom? Oh no, I'm sorry. I, I skipped one. What is your favorite pinball event? We used to say not Pinberg, but Pinberg RIP. Um, but what is your great. favorite pinball event? This can be a league. This can be an expo. This can be a tournament. What's your favorite overall pinball event to attend? I like, uh, I've had a lot of fun at the yes. Houston Arcade Expo. Um, that was, that was very fun. Um, so that's like really in the top there. TPF is always a really good time as well. Oh man, it's, it's one of those two. Expo to me is just okay. <laughs> Uh, that's the one in your backyard so it's in your backyard and you probably have it's probably more work less fun play yeah i usually well this year i'm not doing any work which is great so this year i can probably just go and enjoy and maybe it'll be different for me um mgc used to be a lot of fun when it was in the old building um i don't know i don't think it's top anymore just because it got really huge that is Um, the midwest gaming classic yeah, Midwest, so Midwest um classic, yeah. And then uh let's see where else. Like obviously Pinburg was just insane. Um Pinburg was huge, but was really fun at the same so time. So those are some great options. And I like that your like favorites are Texas yeah, are. Texas let's, events. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah, this the, the two Texas events are they're fairly I feel like they're newer. Like cuz Expo has been going on for what like yeah. 30 years or something. So it's like you know, and that used to be the industry show where they would come and just like, you know, talk about stuff. Now it's become like, like an event. Like it was more of like a trade show where yeah. like the vendors would come and do their thing. Show, but yeah. now it's like hobbyists go and well, it's still, like a thing. They're still sort of doing that, which kind of ruins it for me a little bit. Because I kind of want to just play and hang out with my friends. But a lot of people do come to Expo, which is fun. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to pick yes! Houston Arcade Expo. And the reason I'm going to pick that, the reason I'm picking that one is because I really like what Keith is doing with it. He's not 
making it super serious with like, you know, a super, here's exactly the agenda that's going to happen. And like, you know, it's, it's, it is a, it's party. a party and he is, he's inviting people to his party and he wants everybody to have a good time. And if you're not having a good time, he's not going to be happy. So have a good time, bring some games, play them, hang out with your friends, play some music, do some cool stuff. Yeah. And you know, that that's what I like about it. It's very grassroots and, and, uh, yeah, and it, it's becoming bigger and bigger and more popular, and more and more of my friends are coming. There, I love so. that, and, and you know, I and, I feel like yeah. I feel terrible because it's like this becomes like a like a de facto like plug for the Houston Arcade Expo, but I can't tell y'all enough. It's just like a big party. I mean, yes, there's tournaments. There yeah, are you know there are a few like panels, but not that many. Um, it's really just a big room full of pins and cabinets and you are just going to town in the giant ballroom of marriott and people are literally bring hauling in coolers filled with booze yeah just yeah, like see that's another thing on like, the floor you can yeah that. and it's, awesome. it's like it's like yeah it's like the wild west you could do what you want you know you're just having a party and you yeah, know you're I, not just, allowed I mean, to drink people in the like, lobby yeah yeah they did like they were kind of giving us we the eyes trouble in the lobby yeah but uh, in the ballrooms yeah, you're whatever, okay but yeah in the lobby they kind of frown on the like the public you know the thing but mm-hmm. it's just it's super yeah. chill there's like a little like you know area where you could like buy some stuff like you know they got like vendors but like like it's like super chill yeah. like the biggest thing there is probably the marco booth and like there's a stern booth and i think they actually shared it the last time mm-hmm. but it's yeah. Yeah. Well, Marco and Stur- Marco does the. Yeah. Does the so it was, Stern, I so mean, it's, cool. it's so chill. So I love that. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So yeah, it's a, it's very, uh, it's very grassroots. Yeah. That is a, a nice way to explain it. But it really, so you know that, you know, I think Keith's birthday is like, oh, right that's around so nice. He's a really nice. It is like, he's so nice. Yeah. That he's unreal nice. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I think his birthday is like really close to that too. So it's kind of like a birthday celebration for him. Maybe I'm not supposed to tell people that, but you know, it's out what? there. It's, it's out in the street. You heard it here it's, first. It's out there. It's out there. Yeah. I. <laughs> so happy everyone, birthday. And you can't birthday. miss him because he's wears a captain's hat. Like he's the dude in the captain's hat. He does. He wears a captain's hat. He's uh, probably has a yeah. lightsaber with him. Um, probably has a bunch of people following mm-hmm. him with lightsabers. Um, so fun. yeah, super. All fun. right, they had a they yeah. had a viper from battle uh, from Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> and I was I felt the people there like nobody was there, and I was just it was just me, and I was like Jordan, I get to get inside, and I was just like I want to be inside the viper, and, ah, I think it was cool. and I just it was super cool, and so I hope that they bring it again. Yeah, there's, it is it's a cool, cool show. show. I love it. All right, uh, two more questions. Next question. Who or whom do you enjoy playing pinball with the most? This can be a person in real life. This can be a fictional person, or it can be a person throughout history. Um, the person I like to play with the most is my friend Doug, who is uh, the guy who really kind of invented the Lion Man meme. <laughs> so he's a... Uh, <laughs> He's just, we're both on the same level in terms of skill level. I, I love playing pinball with him um, just because it's just, because we're just working together and we're kind of just making fun of the game and like, you know, just kind of teasing each other. But he's a, he's a really good dude. Very fun to play with. Uh, and uh, yeah, if I had to pick a person to say that. that I love that. Um, that's nice. You, yeah. And not a lot of people know who that is, but it's just Aww, one of my really good friends. Not, I love so, that. Yeah. I've been playing pinball with him for Oh, Long time. I love that. Long time. Since 2008, oh, maybe. That's a good answer. I love it. Yes, All right. 
Final question. Final question. Oh, what final question. is right. your dream theme? This is a theme that has not been created yet, um, but that you would like to see come to life. And since you're a creator, you can do it. So what would you build? Money's no object, mm -hmm. IP, you could get any IP you want, whatever it would be. What would you create? Yeah. So physics be damned. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do get, I do get asked that I, I get asked this uh, a bunch. Um, and my answer is to all of like to every time I get asked this, it's uh, it's nice try. <laughs> um, so, uh, but let me think if there's anything I can say that I like that I couldn't get. So, because that would be a good answer. Because um, if it's something like that I like that I could possibly maybe get, I thought Rick and Morty was like out. I thought Rick and Morty was like completely unobtainable right but yet it like fell right in my lap so i gotta be careful with what i wish for um man rick and morty is a really good one though uh, but that already kind of exists so that's kind of dumb uh, i don't think goonies would make a good pinball machine you know, it's a lot, so many people yeah, like, like love that like movie, movie and, uh, you know, it is actually, we have a list at the backboxpinballpodcast.com of all of the guests who come on the show and they talk about their dream themes. That is mentioned quite a bit, which is, I, I like the movie. I like it. I just don't think it would make a good, yeah, I like the movie too, but like, I don't think it's going to be a good pinball machine. Um Maybe like a System Eleven machine or something where the yeah, I think if you were going to like do like a, a uh, retheme, reskin like of something. Yeah. It would be a retro game. No, I um I would say the movie Hackers would make Ooh, a cool game. Hackers. I like that. Mhm. Mm and if you're a fan of electronic music, you will absolutely love the uh, soundtrack to that game. Yeah, no. Um Hackers starring All right, you guys. Johnny Lee Which Miller. manufacturers are listening right now who has the hacker have the hackers IP and they're going to be like, "Scott, we've got it. We've got it. It's we've here." Got hackers. Yeah, I know. That's another thing you got to be careful too because there's some themes that like I know about already that's like I I don't want to like say anything. Yeah. Because it could be it could like I've heard whisperings of them in the industry and it's like you don't want to like accidentally say something that someone might actually have you know what i mean i doubt anyone's got hackers i really do i think that's such a niche thing and i don't know if it would even sell well but i think it would be good for me personally like if i was gonna make another homebrew i love it like that would be a good no i love piece. that i think it's different i oh. really like it and i actually love that movie that yeah. i remember specifically when that came out so i remember hackers so nice yeah. i like that yeah go and for those people who have not listened to the soundtrack, I recommend you go listen to the soundtrack. It is very good. It has lots of 90s electronic music in it there. It does. It's very like late, mid, late 90s electronic music. It's just, you, you mm -hmm. have to go see it. Hackers is a special, special. Yeah, you kind of need to Hackers see it. Hackers is yeah. such a treat of a movie. It is. So I didn't, so I didn't see Hackers, you guys, until I met Jordan. Really? Jordan took me to go see Hackers, mm -hmm. like, it must, like a like we was like maybe four years ago I think and they because they replayed it at an Alamo Draft House on like the big screen oh, nice. and so we went to go see it nice. in a theater and I was like what's this also yeah. like this is so nineties so and 90s. like or, 
It's so 90s. It like hurts. It's a time capsule. It's a hundred percent. That is a that is a time capsule of like when they made that movie. It was like they made it like right now times. Like when they when they were like writing it, they're like, okay, this hap- this is happening right now in this yeah it, time. And now it's watching great. it, you know, almost twenty years later, you're like ah. <laughs> I'm okay yeah. with it though. Yeah, no, it's I'm great. Okay it's it. great, but it's. It is very much a, like of an era, and I'm like, oh my god, I remember all of this. I remember all of it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll put a link in the show notes for hackers as well. So, but Scott, uh, this has turned into a super size episode. I think it's definitely going to be a two parter. This might be the first official two part episode of the Books <laughs> Football Podcast. Oh man, I, I love it! I, I love it! I was, uh, he, I warned you ahead of time. <laughs> I, I can ramble, but no, but it's okay. And it's I can, okay. I can it's perfect, well. and we have enjoyed having you on the show. We talked about. <laughs> All kinds of stuff we talked about cereal we talked about plants we talked about pinball um we talked about journeys and all the things that are coming up um for listeners who want to find out more about all the magic that is scott denisi where should we send them uh you can just go to my website it has a lot of information about things that i've done um just scott we'll include that so. link in the show notes but again scott thank you so much cool. for your time and yeah. you are welcome back on the show anytime i know that you and rebecca That's chat fun. more than you and me do but now that like we're friends and i'm just i'm gonna give you a hug the next time i see you so be prepared it's gonna be awesome sounds good um i love right. it so much so right. thank Perfect. you thank you thank you yay yeah, thank all you right guys. listeners yay. this is it i'm so excited uh Thank you guys for, you know, sharing your day with us. Thank you for downloading the podcast. If you like the podcast, uh, leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. The lady at the end tells you that, but I thought I would remind you. Also, we still have koozies. So if you want an official Backbox Pinball Podcast koozie, we still have them. Um, I hashtag koozie in the wild. Uh, our friend Jean from Orange Photography had a cool photo and we put it on our Instagram page. So, um, and I've had a few. Um, I think Andrea and Laura from Richmond Bells um, put some koozie pictures. But if you have one, put a picture of it on the website. I know our friend Rachel from Wisconsin, Ladies Flip Wisconsin, like bought a bunch of them to give out as prizes. So definitely, if you've got one, Koozie in the Wild. Um, but hopefully, we're going to get Rachel on the show. That's the kind of we're, we're doing some planning. If she hears this, she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Girl, we're going to email you." But um, she, she yeah, she, she's hosting and man, she's hosting the not hosting. I mean, it's District 82 that is hosting their super. Like oh god, like a whopper like, run. <laughs> yeah, it's like six tournaments, and it's insane, and it looks really cool. It's like the super series. I was like the super duper. Yeah, it's it's a super series. It's like how many is it? Five is I think it's five tournaments. I think it's like five or six. Six tournaments in a week, like a weekend ish time frame. I mean. It is. It's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. But, but oh my god! I gosh. think she's doing all the commentary for it. Is what it is. Yeah, we'll put a link in the show notes about that one as well. I know several people from the Texas area that are going up for Wisconsin. So, um, good luck oh, to everybody that's playing. Cool. Um, and that should be super fun. Uh, if you want to support the show, we're on Patreon. But uh, as always, everybody, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep flipping. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. 
Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping.